Welcome to Classroom Success 101 Podcast Show. I'm your host, Josh Roos, the Hardcore Behaviorist, and I'm here to help you overcome those problems you're experiencing every day. You're listening to a master audio class, so put your positive thinking caps on and get ready for another lesson on how to achieve greatness within your classroom. For show notes, make sure you check out our website at hardcorebehaviors.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, make sure you check out our Hardcore Behaviors Teacher Pay Teacher Store for our helpful digital downloads. And join our Facebook group, Educators United, to help education continue to thrive during these tough times we are facing when schools are closed throughout the country due to the coronavirus. By joining Educators United, we encourage you to upload free online educational resources to help educate our students from a distance. Today, we have a very special guest, Lindsay Titus. Um, Welcome to the show, Lindsay. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me. I am doing great. I'm so excited to to sh- chat with you today and uh, yeah, just share share some insight with with whoever is listening out there. Yeah, I mean one one big thing or well, one major thing that we kind of went to is online so or online um, education. Um, I feel like this has been a major uh, major change within people's daily, activities um i feel like i think you know with schedules and and people's norms this has completely changed and uh kind of messed up everybody's schedule you know um absolutely i know it has over here for sure (laughs) yeah and, and and i think uh i think one of the biggest things that people are struggling with is not knowing how to um, deal with this change. I, I feel like when we're looking at change, we, we tend to slowly change. Um, and mm-hmm. It takes time to make that progress. But with all of a sudden, it's like, you know, you wake up one day and, and, and we get a message saying, we're not going back to school. And this is why. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So this is a big disruption with everybody's change. And, um, you know, I know you're a BCBA. Can you can you tell the audience um, who, who's, who's listening out there that um, what what is a BCBA and, and what is y'all's main role when it, it comes to working with children or kids? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So BCBA stands for Board Certified Behavior Analyst. And the easiest way for me to describe what that is, is I study behavior and, mm-hmm. and more specifically behavior change. And so in my role working, I work as a, with a local school district. So I have a teaching background. So I taught for five years in a self-contained elementary classroom. And I really felt called to behavior, to really understanding why do, why do we do what we do, but more specifically in the classroom, why does the kid do this when I do that? And how do I, how do I make my strategies more effective? And so I went back and became certified as a BCBA. And so now my main role is really working with, I call it the behind the scenes role. So for my current role, I work a lot with um, 
not necessarily directly with students, but I work with a lot of parents and staff on behavior strategies and how to really implement strategies in two ways, both on the proactive, so before a behavior even has like has the opportunity to happen, and then reactively or responding, so meaning a behavior has happened, and what's the best way to respond so that we can reduce the behavior, we can re-engage the student into a calming activity, and then really get keep their momentum moving forward so we can re-engage in something else. So that's really what I do in school. And it's really looked very similar out of school in that it's just, I'm, I'm delivering that message virtually instead of in classrooms or in meetings. And, and so I think it's really been important to break down behavior to really simplistic understanding. Because again, you mentioned change. And I know from a behavior standpoint, change happens pretty slowly, actually. It happens you know one small step at a time. And yet when we're faced with this unknown, this and this unknown that happened really suddenly, it's really hard to take small steps when we really want that big gain. Mm -hmm. Or when I didn't have behaviors at home with my my child and now all of a sudden I, you know, they're they're tantruming all day long. So I think it is, but it, it, I always bring it back to simple steps. I think that's where we can can have control and we can have really have the confidence to do the steps. So that's been my main goal in really sharing with parents is how do we break down some of these broader behavior goals or behavior understandings into really small, simple steps. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lindsay, uh, can you go ahead and tell us where um, we can find you at, you know, in case, you know, there's some parents out there that have some uh, um, other concerns that might um, be uh, very in-depth behaviors that they're, they're seeing and that they may need to reach out for you to get some help? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm on, I'm on quite a few of the platforms, social media platforms. So at Instagram, uh, you can find me at Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y dot Titus, T-I-T-U-S 828. Um, I'm also on Facebook. If you just search my name, Lindsay Titus, I am, I own a company called Define University, and it's all about defining who you are from within instead of the roles that we serve. And so it's really a great um, option for educators, but also parents in that I have a free Facebook group where I share tips and tricks that, that really work across the board. You know, one of the things I learned as a teacher is that strategies work no matter where, no matter the environment I'm in. So when I stopped trying to do strategies for this location over that location, things got a lot simpler. So I share a lot over there. Um, those are the two main sites that I'm on. I'm also on Twitter at LTitus828, um, but I post more frequently on Instagram and Facebook right now. Okay. Okay. Um, that's awesome. So if you are a parent out there, or even if you're a teacher and you, you have a uh you know, kids at home that you're dealing with behavior problems. I mean, you know, one thing with it is I know there's some teachers out there that uh, might be struggling with, you know, some of their kids behavior. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's there and, you know, we have a major change and these are times that we are dealing with right now. So um, Lindsay, what are uh, some, what are some behaviors that you're hearing from maybe your, um, you know, what are they dealing with or what, what that you feel like are happening out there while, um, you know, kids are at home with their parents trying to figure out this online distance learning? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm getting kind of both ends of the spectrum, really. I'm, I'm hearing from parents that um, are just having a really hard time engaging their, their kids in work. So not necessarily what I would, so I, I deem it kind of active refusal and passive refusal. So some on the passive end, meaning they're not, they're not argumentative, they're not, you know, doing anything unsafe, they're just not engaging, they're not wanting to get on the, the Google classroom, or they're not wanting to get on the platform, they're wanting to do what home what they typically do at home they want to be doing their video games they want to be going outside they want to be doing what typically they would do at home and i'm also hearing from parents where they're seeing an intense increase in aggressive behaviors more active refusal of hitting and kicking and i had one one parent reach out where her child was unplugging everything around the home and it was actually really insightful i asked the parent what's going on when he's doing it and a lot of the things he was unplugging were related to the media. So it was, he was unplugging the TV to turn the TV off. He was unplugging the computer. So the computer screen wasn't showing. And when, again, we talked about proactive and reactive, when the family started to not turn those things on, turn the news on, turn everything on, the behavior decreased, the behavior went away. So it was a really eye-opening piece that it's, it's not always about you know, adding a strategy after, but really keeping it simple and looking what's going on. And then we were able to, now we're really working on some of the aggressive behaviors, but that was just a quick example I wanted to share because I wouldn't even have thought of that, right? If the, the TV's on in the background, I wouldn't know that that would be impacting. Even I have a five-year-old daughter at home and I don't know if that would impact her. So it's really important, I think, that we observe and we watch what's going on in the environment when the behaviors are happening. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm hearing a lot of, you know, kids just going to bed late. Um, I, I think there's a lot of, from what I'm hearing, is just it's it's like, you know, we we have a set schedule in school, and then the kids mm-hmm. do not have a set schedule at home, and so I think a lot of parents that, from what I'm looking at, is is they're struggling to set up a a pretty decent schedule within the uh the home life um is that something that you know are are you seeing out there as well or and if so do you you got any advice on what parents could probably do when it comes to just putting in a a routine schedule yeah so it's not one too much that i've that i've heard from but it's something that i think is so important and and i definitely have some strategies it's you know and we've really even at my own house we've had to be i've had to learn to be a little more maybe relaxed than than i probably would have in the past and you know the first week we were home i tried really hard to stick to a hour by hour schedule mm-hmm. and i really quickly realized that as i'm trying to blend learning at home with my daughter and also working from home and then you know, you add in that third of just living at home, I realized it hour by hour wasn't really going to work for our family. Mm -hmm. So, but so what I do each day is I do set, we we do go to bed around the same time. I have kept that part the same because I think sleep is huge. Sleep is essential. And so, and then we are waking up about the same time. But what I'm then doing is I'm starting with what's non-negotiable in the day. So if I have meetings that I have to attend, those get put into the schedule because obviously there is a time and a place for them. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, I really look at what are the blocks of time that we have available. And I will label them as either learning, 
working or living. And so if it's learning, we are doing, you know, again, my daughter is in kindergarten. So I am doing a lot of the learning with her um, because a lot of the independent things are done during when I'm working, she will then work independently, which is mostly playing yeah. <laughs> for her level. Um, but what, when we are learning, that's when I, you know, we really focus in on some learning activities. But I think even in that to tell a parent, I, I did not, I am not recreating school at home. I, we do not use the word at, uh, homeschooling here. I really use at home learning. And the reason behind that is I think language is so powerful and I don't want parents to think they have to recreate school because it is home, right? Yeah. And I think what I've been doing too is I've been taking some of the, some of the tasks that um, so my, my daughter's teacher is giving, we have, they hello, have a bingo board hello. to work on. I think we broke up. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. So, okay. Um, uh, so let's, I'll have to cut that piece out, but let's start where, okay. what you're doing at home. You, you talked about um, the language that, that it's not at home school. Um, you're calling it uh, home at home learning. At home learning. Yep. Okay. And, and what, what are you doing again on that? Sure. Yeah. So at home learning, it, I feel that as the parent, I have a little bit of control as to what we do. So I am, my daughter's teacher sent us a bingo board. And so we will pick things off that board, but I also don't go directly to it. So this is, I think as a parent, remembering that you do have a choice, whether you want to go, you know, script by script and follow it or make it fit your kid, right? You know, your kid as the parent. And so I've been doing a lot of movement activities. So if we're provide, if we're practicing sight words, I'm taking those index cards and I'm throwing them all over the, the floor on the house and she's hopping to different words. Or I even put coins on the floor the other day and she was doing different movement to the coins as I did them. So I find, especially for the younger kids, any way you can incorporate some of that movement, they're gonna be getting some of their energy out and it keeps them moving and they may be less resistant to coming to the table and doing quote unquote traditional schoolwork. Mm -hmm. And and just kind of blending that in with uh, some some movement and some activity. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I keep I I think number one thing I've heard from a lot of parents is they're really looking at again this this six hour chunk of the day, and I look at it in fifteen minute increments. Yeah. So really bringing that time down, you know, it's not about, you know, it's kind of quality over quantity. There's some days we might do an hour of learning, but it's, it's solid. She's engaged. We're getting it. And then it gives me time to then go and do my working. And again, just living too, because we're blending all of it together. Yeah. So we think it's okay to really shorten some of those times and really focus on what is the goal? What's the, what is the, the point of this learning? And then what, what comes next? Mm -hmm. I think kids right now, I know, and I even use these questions myself that, you know, for a student trying to now, you know, learn at home, if the parent can really show, show the student what they have to do. So either visually, like we're doing these two worksheets, we're reading this one book, like, what is it you're going to do? Then they know when they're done, which is huge, right? Every, all of us, we always want to know when we're done with something. How much of it do I have to do? And then what comes next? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really basic behavior principle that parents can really easily implement is that first then type language. So first we're going to do 10 minutes at the table. Then you get to play on your tablet. Having that, that really you know, motivator, that thing that's fun after, 
may be able to help increase their engagement in that first activity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is like, and I, I feel like, and, and I don't know, I could be wrong, but I feel like as a, as, as a, a parent or working with kids, especially if you're working with that kid and that's your own kid, I mean, and, 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 and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but with your, your kid, do you know basically what she likes and what she doesn't like? I mean, could you, um, be able to pick out some kind of highly motivated thing that she could earn um, on your own? Or do you think you would have to sit down and do some kind of reinforcement, uh, you know, survey with her? No, I think, I think I, I, again, through observation, I, I think, I, I think parents know, mm-hmm. you know, I think where, where is it? And, and if a parent doesn't know, the simple question I ask is where, where does your kid move to? Where do they go? If they had, you know, free time, if they had time to themselves, if you said, go pick your favorite thing, where would they go? Um, you know, I don't think it doesn't have to be complex. Mm-hmm. And it's again, I like to use it really in that fluid, flexible way of, you know, first, we're going to do these things. And then, and then, and then you have that time. And I'll be the first to say too, there's times when I shorten what, you know, maybe my intention was we were going to do these three activities and my daughter's just not having it that day. And she's having a, you know, a challenging time. I'll say, you know what, I, you know, I get it. This is tough. You know, learning at home is so different. I'm so with you. Let's just finish these two questions and then we'll be done and can move on. You know, it's not worth the power struggle. It's not worth getting into it. And it's easier to really validate her feelings. You know, at the end of the day, I want her to express her feelings. I want her to be calm and safe and understanding about what's going on. And I think really focusing on some of those, what I call like natural demands of the day, right? Putting your dishes in the sink when you're done eating, putting your dirty clothes in the hamper, cleaning up your toys when you're done playing. I think sometimes parents need that reminder that it's okay just to focus on those natural demands that that exist in our day as we are right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that because I mean, that's, that, 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 those are, those are life skills. I mean, those are, those are yeah. skills that you, you need to be able to do as a, as an adult. I mean, those are skills that I guess for us adults, we just, kind of take them for granted because it's something that they're they're routine boring type of skills that you know it's just sometimes you you tend to forget that those are important things but those are important things you know and and i feel like that especially if your kids are making a mess out of everything or they they they're having trouble they they come in one room and they make a mess there and then they go to the next room and make a mess it's almost like, well, even if you're teaching them to clean that mess up, it's like you're teaching them organizational skills. I mean, those are all skills that, you know, you need as an adult um, within the job setting. So, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think as as a teacher, one of the things I frequently say or, you know, as a behavior specialist is, you know, I, I wish we had more time to work on executive functioning. I wish we had more time to work on social emotional. I wish we had more time to work on these life skills. And I think now we have this time. Yeah. And, you know, so at the end of the day, if, you know, that's what we learned today, that's what we learned today. And I celebrate every little step of success because to me, when you're successful, it builds to confidence. And the more you do that, it builds your competence. And so I think as a parent, and I've shared this with a number of parents and, and have been told, you know, I just needed to hear that. I needed to hear that it's okay that we're focusing on the day-to-day natural demands. And I said, absolutely, because learning is still happening. Learning always happens. Yeah. 
And, and I think it, it just, it can't be said enough, especially in this tough time where we're still in the unknown. We still don't know how long this is going to happen. We still don't know what's coming next week. So I think it's, it's just an important thing to remember, you know, school absolutely is important, but really, you know, living to me is the most important thing and living, you know, safely and where we are able to do, you know, all these different things in taking into account, you know, our kids are still questioning too, what's going on? Why can't I go here? Why can't I go there? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I, I can definitely see where, you know, kids are now, you know, especially with people wearing, um, you know, the face masks and thing like, things like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's, a, you know, you start looking at that as it's an odd behavior because you're not used to it. And, you know, especially right. when little kids are looking at that and then they're going to start questioning, you know, why do we need to be wearing this? Um, I mean, I, I know and I, I think in from my understanding, I, I believe in a certain part of Texas, their, their, their uh, county requires them to wear face masks now. Um, mm. when they go out. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's getting to the point where I think there's a lot of things that are happening around us. And, you know, I want to say school, yes, the learning is important, but you also got to understand that um, we are living in a different time right now. And I feel like Mm -hmm. um, this could be a very traumatic experience um, for a lot of people. Um, And the way we are handling this experience can reflect and uh, big time on the kids, you know? Um, yeah, and it's, absolutely. It's like, you don't really know what's going on out there. I mean, I know that I could, with more and more of our, um, you know, rights being kind of taken away due to the fact that I know they're, they're trying to, um, you know, stop this, this bug that's out there. And I understand that, but I feel like, you know, more and more people can start overreacting um, and, and start uh, getting to a point where, you know, maybe they're 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 just in a constant state of fear. And I, I don't feel like if you're in a constant state of fear, I don't think that's a healthy, um, you know, a, a healthy state of mind that you're modeling to your kids. So. Um, I think right now it's, you know, I, I think there, there, there should be a, probably a lot of talk on, you know, how are things with, you know, like the social emotional piece. So, yeah, I know with our schools, you know, they're only requiring um, us to, they want like, like 200 out or 200 minutes of learning or educational um, activities per, per day, which is, only close to about two hours maybe a little bit over two hours and you know i think i think you're right is i think most parents are thinking well the kids go to school eight hours a day so i got to put in eight hours of educational criteria and you know then they're saying that the the work that some of the kids are getting the work completed too fast and i i think it's you know, you got to schedule your day out of, yes, your most important thing is if you are working from the house right now, you got to be able to maintain that. Because I feel like if you you don't take care of yourself first, then how are you going to take care of the family? Um, Absolutely. You know, it's, yep. it's you, you will. If you do have important meetings, 
and you got to get work done, you got to get work done. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. that that's your major lifeline right there, especially with the economy shutting down. And I mean, it's getting to the point where we don't know what's next. But uh, I feel like as an adult in the household, you got to remember that. Um, you know, it, it goes back to the fact that, especially if you have kids, it goes to the fact that it's just like that example of when we go on an airplane and they say, well, in case of an emergency mm-hmm. landing and the oxygen mask fall down, you need to put your oxygen mask on first before you help your, your, your neighbor out. So, you know, I know a lot of principals out there and, and some of the superintendents that I've, I've sat down and, and listened to. A lot of them are saying, like, make sure you're taking care of your yourself, you know, first and, and, and you know, make making sure you you do have a healthy state of mind right now. I mean, I, this is a totally different experience for everybody. This is a time where I'm sure this will be written in the history books and talked about for years and years and yeah. years to come. So um it, yeah. it's just uh I, I think i in my opinion what i'm trying to say to parents is don't stress out so much about uh that stuff when it comes to education you know i think you can get as much as you can get done um and and there's certain things you can stretch that educational um piece out throughout the day it doesn't just because you did not sit down for a a 60 minute lesson doesn't mean you know your kid's not learning so um right but exactly I mean, you know that's that's kind of where we're at right now um i don't you're what what part of the country are you in right now i am okay. in western new york so over near um it's in rochester so over near uh buffalo Syracuse, How, that area there? so um we are it's <laughs> it's present uh, in school specifically. We're still our our state's taken it about two weeks at a time. Um, so right now we're currently closed through the end of this month. Um, and we actually we we were quote unquote on break this week, but um, our break got canceled by the governor. So um, we are still active in in whatever the district looked like. And I think that's the most challenging part too is that each district is really doing kind of something a little bit different, which, you know, is, is fine. That's very, that's common. That's what we did before this. And so, but it makes it, so our district is not currently doing new instruction at this point. Uh, we will be probably in the future, but that's still to be determined. Um, but there's still interactions, relationships, connection, all of that is still happening, which is, which is exciting to see. Um, but, but yeah, other than that, everything is basically shelter in place, you know, only essential workers only going, you know, basically to the grocery store or, or other essential stores. Um, and it's just, it's a lot of, you know, I think from just working through this, I think it's that balance of, you know, so school districts are saying, here's what, here's what we're requiring. Here's what is needed. And I'm getting those emails too, from my daughter's school district and, you know, again, I'm, I'm grateful she's kindergarten, so I'm able to kind of map it all out. But at the end of the day, like you just said, if I have meetings, those have to come first. Those are, that is my job. That's my role. And so I also need to then say, you know what, this is what's best for my family right now. And if that means my daughter plays a little bit more, then she plays a little bit more. And, 
I think I've just, as a mom that's also working, I've had to just really be okay and trusting that what I do is the best with what I have for that moment. And I think that to me, that's a foundational truth I use with everyone. You know, we're all doing the best we can with what we have. And to me though, that's really no different than any classroom, I guess, right? So in a classroom, say you have 20 kids, you're gonna have students that are ready to go every single day. And you're gonna have students that are barely in school or maybe in school, but out of school, so to speak. And we just do the best we can to meet everybody's needs. And I think we're just doing the best we can to do that yeah. virtually right yeah, now. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's tough and we just gotta take it week by week. I mean, I know here in Texas, um, they keep telling us that, you know, we're, we, we haven't got hit as bad as New York, um, with this pandemic, but mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, you know, it, it's, there's so much information out there and I mean, from where we're at is, it's, we, they, they keep telling us the, the hurricane has not arrived yet. So I, I don't know. Okay. This is just, um, from people that I, I, that I'm getting good sources with. And it's just one of those things that it's kind of a waiting game. I mean, it's like each day you, you take, mm-hmm. um, you wake up and you, you just go about the day. I mean, my thing with it is, is we will get through this. It's going to be, um, you mm-hmm. know, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. But um, I think, you know, hopefully by, um, you know, the beginning of school year next year, we'll be entering the schools. And we'll all come out of this even stronger. Um, I think school, yeah. the school system's probably going to be changing uh, big time with more educational uh, or more technology pieces out there for sure. Um, right, I agree. I think we're definitely learning. Yeah. We're all learning every yeah. day. I think parents, yeah. students, I, and I teachers. Think, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think this is going to be a, a, a major change with education. Because I don't think we were prepared for this, which nobody was prepared for this, but it's just something that um, I think, you know, in the long run, I think um, we're going to start seeing some some major changes. And and when I say changes, I think changes are for the good, you know, so um, I think we're just going to end up getting caught up to probably where the technology is at. And, you know, because we're, we're still struggling right now to get some hot spots out to, to people. And it's like one of those things that, um, you know, Internet might be a piece where everybody needs to, to be able to function in today's society right now. <laughs> so. Right. But, Absolutely. Yep. Well, Lindsay, uh, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Um it's been a good time and, and you've dropped a lot of knowledgeable um, tips for parents out there uh, where they can start kind of implementing and, and get an idea from, you know, what what the norm is really like. You know, I think parents just are getting frustrated or they're they're uh, confused on certain things and and they think that they need to be having an eight hour school day and that's just not what the schools are asking for so right yep I think as simple I I say you can't can't make it any easier than simple so keep it simple keep it focused on the present day you know so quickly in our lives we can look ahead (laughs) what is next week going to bring next month you know next whatever and and I just say bring it back to today 
you know, give that extra love today, find something to laugh at today, be grateful for today. And I think those, that's how I myself am grounding myself in every day. And it's the one thing I've really realized that that's the, that's what I have control over. And my advice to any parent is to trust in who you are as a parent and know that you, you truly do know your kids best. And, you know, if that means you have to not do so much school for one day, that's fine. And then we move on the next day. If you know someone who needs to hear this, share it with them, send them a text message, a DM, an email, put it on all your social media platforms and tag me at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, keep the five-star reviews coming over on iTunes. It helps teachers find the show so they get an opportunity to make the decision to grow as well.